Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel, energy healer, guide, teacher. I upload weekly. I cover a variety of metaphysical topics, exploring self-growth and how it can help you on your path. And I'll include a relevant meditation experience. You can find me on the web at bluelightninghealing.com or email me at susie at bluelightninghealing.com. That's S-U-S-Y at bluelightninghealing.com. Please like, comment, subscribe, favorite, donate to my Ko-fi account, share with your friends, share the love. Thank you. What happens when two friends, a channel, and a tarot reader get together to talk, hang out, and share their ideas on things? Well, let's find out today on Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. Okay, so I am recording, oh, and are. this is all, here we go. So five, six, seven, eight, Q. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel uh, connecting you with your spirit guides so that you can develop your own relationship. I'm also an energy healer, a past life explorer, and I have fabulous friends. This is my friend today is, now let me rephrase that. I'm interviewing today my dear friend, Kevin Walder. He is a, I don't know, Kevin, you need to tell me, you need to put it into words about what it is you do. And and I already know why I love you. So we can go on from there. <laughs> Well, first of all, I guess I'm always a little reluctant to adapt to labels. Um, I try to, I, I skate between them. Um, I have a fondness and a, and a deep interest in tarot, and that has been a big part of my life for the last oh, 20 odd years. Uh, it's, it's very interesting to me, and I use it as a tool. It's an intuitive tool. It helps me to connect with what I already have. And I use it that way with my uh, clients as well is, you know, I work under the assumption you already know. I work under the assumption that you walk in with all your answers. It's just, you're not ready to face them yet. Or yeah, you haven't, yeah. you haven't come face to face with them yet. And the tarot is very good at sort of peeling away the 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 wrapper and letting you peer into what you already know and what you already feel and you will feel it when you when you get that message you will you'll physically feel it as well as uh intuitively and mentally so and i i enjoy spirituality from all angles so that's my that's my spiritual journey. I came from a very religious background, and I do not consider myself to be religious at all yep, <laughs> at this point here. in my life. Yep. So I uh, I choose to operate on a spiritual wavelength, which is very personal. So I kind of that's another label I shrink from a little bit. Is um, I can't really I can't really help you develop your own personal experience i can show you what i've done and maybe there's something there that will help you or i can i can also fill you in on some things that may have helped other people but that's not you <laughs> so yeah there are times i call myself a why not ian why not believe in this why not do that because i've got a similar background growing up catholic and spending about two years as an atheist loneliest place to me and then you know, taking off from there. So you read cards, you talk to them, you had, 
because I want to get your contact info here right now. So you're Kevin Walder. Okay. And your website is Oracle Scrolls? Well, my website is actually kevinwalder.com. It's, ah. uh, I've had that so for years and years and years. Um, but on Facebook, yes, so the Oracle Scroll um, or Tarot by Kevin Walder are two of the pages that I, that I use. Oh, and you have books too. Yes, I do. I have written a couple of books on tarot. Uh, tarot, um, tarot for lunch? Tarot for lunch, lessons from the cards. And then the second one is called 22 Teachers, Healing Lessons from the Major Arcana. So it's one where I concentrate on just the personalities in the Major Arcana. That's, that, that was, for me, was a much more insightful look than I had ever taken at the, uh, at the cards themselves. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I will sometimes do, well, some years I'll do a year spread. So essentially that means I've got a full deck that I look at. But being me, I'll look at it in that moment and kind of not refer back to it. <laughs> We're all but, guilty of that, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, you know, your spiritual journey has been, has has really shaped your philosophy. I know recently we had a conversation about well, we've already had that conversation about labels and how we're, we are both shying away from trying to, to compartmentalize our belief systems. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to that a little bit more? Well, um, as I, I have a, I have a program. In fact, you can access uh, parts of it on the website, which I call authenticity. Um, and it, it, we struggle and for, I have no reason I can't give you a reason why, but it is one of the biggest human struggles we have is our own authenticity. Who are we? And if I, if I were to ask, in fact, I've used this in exercises before with clients. If I were to ask you who you are, and then I make a, a, some caveats, you cannot refer to you know, where you live your work experience, your marital status, how many children you have. You can't refer to any of those things that are outside yourself, those little earned labels that you have. Who are you? And it is the, it's it, that, that look of, oh, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I've, I've, the people that, that sit in, in front of me and they have to grope for a, you know, a, a definition of themselves. That's my point. We don't actually spend any time developing who are we, and we adopt all these labels. And as far as I'm concerned, and I say this often, labels belong on furniture, clothing, and food. Beyond that, they are of no use at all to us in a spiritual nature. We don't need labels. It's enough for me to know that you are you. And, you know, the other people around us, that, that it's enough for me to know that they bring their own personality, their own energy. Um, they don't need a label to identify, you know, how they're going to help me, or they don't need a label to identify their, um, their process. They're, they're, it's enough that you're you. So I, I see that that's that's being an internal process where yes. people are stripping away those things. Um, that whole onion metaphor mm -hmm. that everybody loves to use. Um, are there any, see for me, it, 
feels like there could be shortcuts one could do when someone who is a sensitive could check that energy on somebody? How does that affect authenticity? Okay, I'm not sure I understand exactly your question. So is yeah. using a label as a shortcut so that you... You'll see, I'm not sure I understand the, the question either. And this is where editing comes in handy. But, <laughs> um, but you know, people use labels as a shortcut because there are labels, you know, mother, wife, husband, and all mm -hmm. those. And that has certain energies attached to it. So if I'm stripping it away and saying and talking about myself in terms of my own experience, mm -hmm. that's looking at authenticity, right? That is. Absolutely. Okay. okay. And without relying, that's the point is we rely on all those labels, just as you mentioned, mother, uh, child, sister, who, uh, you know, whatever your label is, yeah. we rely on those to do all of our explaining for us. Yeah. And it's 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 actually shortchanging us because we're not we're not expressing ourselves fully. And that, I think, is where authenticity is is huge, because we that if we're not expressing ourselves and doing it uh, fully and without reservation, then we're 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 missing the track. We're, we're just not we're and we're failing in our mission, really, to be helpful, <laughs> because okay. we're, we're putting all these little labels. And if I were to, okay, I am, I have an, or, I'm an ordained minister. Now, if I walk into some circles and, and, you know, announce that I'm an ordained minister, well, that turns 50% of the people off. Um, it excites 10% of the people, and the rest are kind of milling around trying to figure out what, okay, which denomination are you? Well, and, and then at least half of them, no matter what their belief system, we're going to say, oh, yeah, me too. Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. That. In this circle, yes. <laughs> that's true. I've encountered that. So, yeah, you can go in and say that, and that allows other people to assign those stereotypes or what their perception is. But mm -hmm. then identifying ourselves, because I, I self-identification has really come to the fore during the last few years. I've been really reading quite a bit about Eddie Izzard, who yeah. is, he says, I've been coming out for over 35 years. Surely yes. people could handle this. And I truly honor her for all that she's doing. Mm -hmm. Um this is why I need a script. I just went down a rabbit hole. But identifying ourselves by our experiences, that takes a, a level of, look, of doing your shadow work so you can see those things possibly. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And that is, see, I'm identifying ourselves by our experiences is not necessarily the, that's not necessarily the wrong thing to do. <laughs> um, using established labels. Uh, if you work at uh, Boeing, you've got a label <laughs> because you work at Boeing. Yeah. Um, that is not a distinction that is particularly, I mean, so what? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not particularly it means useful or insightful. It does not tell me uh, about your level of compassion. It does not tell me uh, whether you were a serial killer in years past. Uh, I mean, it doesn't tell me anything that I really need to know about you. Who are you? 
And that's what I was, you know, that's where I was going with the authenticity. Yeah. You know, kind of, um, and if I put together a simple little, uh, it's based on tarot, but it's a simple little test that we ask ourselves questions about, you know, how we relate to the world. And I don't have it in front of me or I would play with it a little bit, but um, it's, uh, it's really quite interesting because then you get to the end. I go through all the um, court cards at huh. first. Then at the end, we go through the major arcana and it kind of, then you, then you sit back and sort of reflect on, you know, what is your, what is the reason you showed up here in this, in this incarnation? Why are you here? And that gets to the, then you start to really, oh, you start to recognize things about yourself that you overlook. And that's something a lot of us in the spiritual community, we don't give ourselves credit for some of the things that we are capable of doing. And because other people seem to be writing the rules. And that to me is no different than the old fashioned religion we used to be in where, you know, you, you basically, Oh, you look it up in the old book and you see what the old book had to say. Well, that didn't really answer many questions for us no. personally. So no, no, it's no. a little complex. <laughs> well, I think it's, if, if one is committed to identifying to finding out who they truly are, there are lots of tools to use mm -hmm. and, you know, lots of people out there who can help you dig down. Cause I don't know if I, I, you know, with my particular experiences, there are people who want to do it all on their own and, mm -hmm. and that's fine. But then to be able to have that alternative perspective, somebody who can look at it from a different angle to help you identify more of who you are and can see things that you don't see, or you choose not to see, or that you, you know, that you haven't allowed into your perspective. I think getting that support is useful. And Tarot is really good for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Unless, they, of course, you're one of those who pulls a card and go, eh, I don't like it. <laughs> now I'm pulling again. I'm drawing again. So, um, so Tarot, as you use it, how does it facilitate this process of identifying your, your, your true self and in general? In general, well, um, actually, I have a I, I have a layout that I use. It's in my books. Okay. Uh, I included it in both books. It's it's called the No Spread Spread. I don't know if you okay. used it or not. The No Spread Spread. Well, first of all, when you when you first start talking about tarot and you're taking tarot classes, spreads are a big deal. Yeah. Excuse me, one sec. <clears throat> Spreads are huge. Everybody has to have a spread. You can go online and find a spread that'll tell you everything uh, yeah. like from the birth of your unborn child to you know the date of your death. I mean, you can find it all. It's the and they're to me they're useless because it's again adopting someone else's uh, idea of you yes. know the map and um, when you when uh, the mono spread spread starts with. First of all, you, you shuffle the cards completely thoroughly, and then you begin to deal off the top of the deck until you come to the first major arcana card. Okay, now the major arcana are those 1 to 28. Is it 28? Uh, zero, no. to 20, 0 to 21, so there's 22 okay. cards. <laughs> we can so, see that's my strong suit pun intended okay. it's from uh it's from the the fool to the world okay okay and, so it's zero to 21 yeah okay 
And those, then that will set the plot for your story. Did we need to stop? No, I'll just edit it out so we can just like go back and I'll muff up. No, I, I have too many. I have a lot of stones on my desk <laughs> and I shift and they all cascade off. So uh -oh. don't have an orb on there because they will roll off. Yo, um, oh, yes. Okay. Without the proper holder. All right. Well, I've got bracelets around it. Okay. So. So your, your let's, major let's arcana card. Okay. Start talking again about the, the, um, the draw. I, I want, yeah, how you do it and then explaining what the major arcana is. Okay. Because I don't know what the information level, what oh, the okay. knowledge level is here. Right. So, okay. Well, so, the major, major arcana are what we can usually consider to be the first 22 cards of the deck. And they're numbered zero to 21, starting with the fool and ending with the world. And they cover, oh, goodness, everything <laughs> in between uh, from highlights to, oh, my gosh, to, you know, from from blessings to uh, to warnings. They're all in there. Um, so the the no spread spread asks me to basically shuffle the cards and then deal from the top of the deck until I get to the very first major arcana card. And, that, and that's when using a tarot deck is good. Oracle decks will identify, we'll talk about a little later, are yeah, different. It, it'll be, and this, this spread may or may not work with that. I don't, I, I don't see it working with most uh, Oracle decks. I don't have any cards with me. So, <laughs> I got a couple. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. the, um, the, so then you've got your plot to your story. That's the main story that you're going to follow throughout your situation, whatever it is. Then the next over next to that, you're going to dr continue drawing until you get to the first court card. And the court cards are the the king, the queen, the um, knight and the page in each of the suits. And I look at the court cards as because a lot of times people will look at them as being as like king is going to be a male influence and the queen is a female influence. Well, OK, um, those are all characteristics I carry within myself. Those are all characteristics we all share. So whether it's masculine or feminine or whatever, it doesn't matter who your client is, you can come up with the opposite <laughs> in the court card. And that is then the personality trait that you are going to bring to your story. So you're writing a story here. You've got your plot now, and now you've got your main character. Oh. And then you deal out seven cards in a row just as they come off the deck. And that will be your narrative. That will tell you what you need to look for, expect, uh, be on guard against, or, you know, to welcome. Uh, if you happen to get another court card, let's say, well, that's another aspect of your personality that you have to you have to punch up a little bit at that period of time to get you through this situation. If you have another um, major arcana card that comes up, that's a plot twist. Oh and, wow! Oh yeah, you get oh goodness, you can be all over, but you still have to refer back to your original one because that's still your main story. Okay. The plot twist just kind of oh was a bit of a surprise thrown in there that you had to deal with. Um, I read that way for myself because it just, 
it rings. It, it's like it, and for a, a, a reader trying to read for yourself is often difficult. Yeah. But I find that this takes me out of it. I am no longer, um, I'm no longer so attached to the situation. It's a story and I can, I can see the story. It's there, it's laid out. And I, it's much easier to read for myself using that system. And I've used it with clients as well. So, so when you read cards for your, when you read cards in general, I especially, well, when you read for yourself, how in depth do you look at the interpretation? Because what I tend to do is like, I'll look at a card and get a general superficial thing and go, huh, okay. And then I move on. As, <laughs> and I've had a reading from you and you've delved really deeply into this thing and um, into whatever we were talking about at the time. Do you do that same thing for yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, I mean, there's a, it, I recognize what you, the process where you got, oh, okay. But understanding that, oh, okay, <laughs> you have to then look, okay, what's before it? What's after it? What's after that? Okay. You know, you, then, then it begins to color your, um, your information that you originally got. Because they, each of the cards has their own meaning, but it is, you know, it can be tweaked by the card that came before it or even the card that comes after it. And, you know, on down the line, you can, you can shift those meanings quite a lot. In fact, sometimes it'll kind of almost flip it to, you know, an opposite meaning at times. So, so you're looking at the relationships of the cards. Yes. Which is fascinating to me. There's an Australian reader I, I watch every so often, Ellie Dreams Down Under, and she has, it feels like the same um, the same meanings for the cards as one does with the Celtic cross, mm, but she okay. does it in more of a two row thing. She'll lay out the first two and then draw four and then draw four. So she's got the same meanings attached to it, but she does take time to look and see at the relations with each card as they are, how they are seated against each other or near each other. And, you know, so for me, that means my one card pulls, like, what do I need to know today? Isn't always useful so having more than one card when you're looking at them is is helpful because it gives you a context mm -hmm. yeah okay. you can pull if you pull three cards that's a that's a real i'll do that in the evening just before i go to bed i'll pull three cards and just kind of okay what's tomorrow going to be like <laughs> and okay. it'll give me you know some oh okay i need to watch out for that or oh oh okay that's going to happen that'll you know this this will it'll start to come together and so, yes, but the single card, I don't mind it. I think a single card is fine. Um, it's just sometimes difficult to get the full meaning if you're just looking at that one. You, you know, sometimes you need a little clarif clarification. You need something yeah. that's just going to temper it a bit. So, yeah. But I love the idea of not having a really... Celtic cross, you know, you've got the significator and the obstacle and then the one below you know, and all that and then all those up the side and there's so many different ways to interpret what that position indicates and I've always had a problem with those four on the column. It's like <laughs> I know that one's fears and that one's something and that was something and that's outcome so. That's outcome, yes. Yeah, so. The Celtic, I, I... the Celtic cross, um, I have always taught it in every class that I've ever done simply because you need to know it if you're going to be a reader uh it's just one of those you know it, it's a it's part of being a reader you, it's 
It has to be included. I only use it if someone asks for it specifically yeah. or once in a great while I'll have something show up that's like, oh boy, it sounds like a, a bit more of an involved question and I might use it, but I, I avoid it. Like I, I just really don't, I don't like the Celtic cross because it, it, it contradicts <laughs> itself at times you end up with, you know, variable, like you've got two outcome cards now, if you real, if you, if, you know, the, the top one of the, of the layout, that's an uh -huh. outcome card as well as the one at the top of the, the right side. So then you have to, okay, well, this is the immediate outcome. This is the overall outcome. Yeah. I mean, it's, so which is it? <laughs> if you've got an immediate outcome that looks really positive and the overall outcome is like, uh, well, <laughs> You know, know, which is it? And yeah. that's, to me, that's, it, let's not make it more confusing. Let's keep it. Because we're, as humans, we're, well, most of us are not capable of too much conscious thought. We have to be really careful and take it in small doses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And then everybody wants to know, how is this going to end? It's like, well, it's not written in stone. Exactly. You could turn left outside of the door and have one outcome and right outside of the door and have a different one. So mm -hmm. nothing's written in stone. I, I emphasize that when I'm doing a session or a reading with somebody. So, okay. So the tarot, it's got the suits, it's got the arcana, oracle cards. What's the difference? What's the difference? Well, the, in basic, simple terms, the tarot deck has 78 cards. 22 of which are the major arcana, and then the rest are the numeral cards and the uh, court cards. So that's, that's your deck, and they do not vary. I mean, there, there are a couple decks out there where they'll add four more cards that, you know, I don't know, four more court cards. Oh. They do, there's a couple of people that will, but generally speaking, 99.9% .9 of the decks that are on the market if they're marked tarot deck, they should have 78 cards. Okay. An oracle deck, on the other hand, can be whatever you decide. I mean, you okay. can have 35 to 50 to 70. I mean, you can, you can have any, any number of cards that you want. Um, and they will generally be um, a little more self-explanatory, perhaps. Self-contained? Yeah, a little bit more. I find more. the cards are kind of self-contained, but mm -hmm. then each of the tarot decks. So maybe it, that's not true. Okay. I, I find that they will have a theme. I, I prefer, it's funny, the Oracle deck I prefer is called the Psychic Tarot, and it's technically not a tarot, but mm -hmm. I don't want to get too caught up in that explanation. But um, okay. So an Oracle deck does not meet those same, at least those physical criteria of the suits um, right. and the court cards. Cause I've got a deck that's got, um, what is it? Mother, father's mm -hmm. brother, is it sister? I think it's, okay. That could be, what, yeah, I've got yeah. the, um, my very first deck that I ever bought, the Heindel and it uses mother, father, uh, son, daughter. Um, as your court rather than Tarot the... of the spirit. That's the one I've got that does that. Uh, okay. Okay. So, um, okay. So with an Oracle deck, they, um, 
they have it feels like a common theme like the goddess oracle or earth magic is another one i like to use and and psychic tarot which is not tarot it's oracle so you have developed one <laughs> you have developed an oracle deck i have been working on an oracle deck yes okay i'm, it, I'm, 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 I'm hesitant it? i'm hesitant to say it's developed because i'm still working on <laughs> Still working on the book, especially in development. <laughs> it's in development, yes. As okay. it will probably be for many uh, months to come. I mean, it, things shift and change all the time. So, um, but I did, I did manage to print a sample copy of the of the deck, and I've enjoyed it. It's been uh, it's been an interesting interesting thing to work with. So, excuse me. What prompted you? Oh, okay. Do we need to? <laughs> okay, do your thing. Good. I'll take a drink of water too. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I'm dried out. Okay, so there we go. So your deck is in process. Yes. It's an ever evolving. What prompted you? What what got you started on developing your own a deck? Your own <laughs> deck. I think this wants to be your signature deck right now. Um. <laughs> Well, my interest in in um, in the tarot, especially, but then I looked at the, the tarot has been worked and reworked and reworked so many times that it's like, OK, I could do that, but it would just be one of. So I decided I, I would go a little different direction and I kind of violated all my own rules because <laughs> <laughs> I. I especially do not like tarot decks that have the meaning written at the bottom. Yeah. That one, the one word meanings at the bottom, because they just rarely do they conform with, you know, what I'm, what I'm getting from the card. And so, I'll give a disclaimer. It's like, don't read the caption. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to look at the image. And so, yeah, when I ended up with captions on all of my cards, it was that, yeah, but that's the point. <clears throat> the mic. <clears throat> sorry my interest is words i love working with words and i'm still not quite there yet hang on one second okay, yeah get that out <clears throat> and then restate that because i think that's important my interest is in words i i work with words all the time in fact my psychic work is is words because i always i've always described my experience in reading that I will get right up in the upper right corner of my vision, I'll get a headline. And it'll sometimes, oh. it's a different font every time that it comes up, but it's a single word or a small phrase, but it's like, okay, that's the point. And so then I, then I kind of, you know, figure out how I get a support for that. Um, for example, we were doing an exercise one day and I was working with someone right across from me and um, the only thing that kept popping up was the word technology. Technology just kept, was, it was there. And I said, I don't know what this means, but every time I look, I, I'm seeing technology. Well, she was, she was un, inundated with technology at the moment she was trying to build a website she was trying to put all this stuff together and nothing was working properly and it was like yeah technology is the you know the bane of her existence at that moment and so i mean it's it's that to me and so that's what i did with this is i kind of 
used words that have appeared as well as some that, you know, just seemed to come to me. And I also had the the backgrounds that I had worked with, and there'll be lots of comment on that, I'm sure. But anyway, <laughs> whether the quality of those, but um, the backgrounds fit the words. And then I numbered the cards, and there are 52 cards in this deck. And the numbers worked out numerologically to fit the words and the colors, and it, it just it just fit. It was to me that was amazing. I was I I because I, I really didn't. Um, I have a list here somewhere. I that, but I went through each one and and numbered them, and then when I went back to to look, it was like oh that really fits. And oh it, how you know, cool! Yeah, it was it was <laughs> I love amazing. That. So I love that. Okay, cool. So words. I yeah, that's when I'm working with people. I I talk to them about their use of language, like. You know, lately sarcasm has come up. I don't, the universe doesn't recognize sarcasm. And I know it's somebody's, other people's love language. And oh, yeah. I have a problem understanding that because I don't see it. And so with you using these words and, and you know, I can see the cards being used as what, what is my word for the day? Mm, okay. You know, that was something I was saying. Oh, yeah, I love my dictionary.com email every day. I just. (laughs) Oh, I get that, too. I I love it. (laughs) And it's so applicable. (laughs) There are times I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I get that. I'll have to start paying more attention. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, But but having a card give you that focus because there are a lot of times you know you use you'll pull a card like you were saying and in the evening you'll you'll pull cards to give you a focus for the next day and I could see that happening too Mm because some folks don't there are so many different ways to process information some people are verbal some people are um what is it verbal auditory kinesthetic 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 and and that sort of thing so this is another way to access it I love how the different components have come together Mm because you were when you did your reading on me for me there were colors there and then of course I was prompted to ask do they mean anything of course (laughs) I don't think there's going to be a deck or any card that's going to have just some kind of nah put it there just I needed to fill that space. <laughs> There's a lot of purpose in this. And so knowing yes. numerology is the next thing I want to learn about. So, mm-hmm. so I, I've, I, seeing how the numbers and the words and the colors all fit together, I hadn't sussed that out when I was introduced to your cards. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what other questions do I want to ask? Do you have a name for them yet? You know, I, of course, the name of my, um, the name of my podcast and everything else is the Oracle Scroll. So I may end up with that. I don't know. <laughs> but it ties I, everything together. It does. You're right. And that it's, it's branding. That's yeah. <laughs> so I've had a couple of names bouncing around in my head. But yeah, branding may may indicate that I need to to uh, stick with what I've got just so I don't confuse anybody okay no that's great I like that the oracle scroll don't get cheesy and put one of those old like what was it it's it's (laughs) you know those um when oh gosh when people were printing things up on paper, they use those papers yes. that look like a scroll. Don't do that, please. I almost did when I was starting out, 
but we were lucky enough when we were doing uh, mystical winds. Uh-huh. We we bought this image I from Missy Milney. I guess that I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her name. Oh, she designed this image, and yeah. we we bought it from her as our um, as our logo basically for that. And we fell in love with it. So we just even after we uh, were no longer no longer the proprietors on that uh, venture, we yeah, kept yeah. the bird just to make sure we could still use it. And it has, it fits so perfectly. It's, because I, I know it's it. I mean, color that's, all over. <laughs> it's got the color. It's got that feeling of here we go. We're taking flight. We're not flights of fancy, but this is allowing people, I'm going to read a whole lot into this, which make it kind of ponderous, but you know, it, it's always seemed to me, you know, the colors were brilliant because it encompasses so much and the bird in flight, mm-hmm. you're allowing, you're, you're giving folks those tools they can use to actually take flight in their own growth and to move forward. And that's what I right. appreciated about you. There's no judgment in it. You're like, nope, this is what I'm seeing. And here right. we go. And there's no pussyfooting around about it. You're just like, this is this is what we're seeing. And, and, and I know in our readings, I've looked at you like, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's I always going to be that. I'll, I'll I do that to myself all the time. I mean, I'll look at it and go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that whole, like, I don't like that card. I'm not going to use it. And then it shows up again. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's one thing I've learned is never discredit the cards that jump out of the deck or the ones that that just you know for some unknown reason show up um always always take them as that there's something there there's a meaning there somewhere so yeah i was working with um winnie's online events for a while um Mm -hmm. she's taking a break but i was asked to pull cards and one of the other practitioners here, Carmen Murphy, I said, no, nah, I didn't like those cards. I put them back in and Carmen Murphy's wagging her finger at me going, uh-uh-uh, <laughs> those are important. It's like, but I don't like them. And so I would pull cards again, which had the same message. Yep. Well, so, and if you think about it, why did you not like them? Because I couldn't read them right off the bat. <laughs> I didn't have a punchline for them. So. Well, it's no, that's that. my ego totally in the way. It's that or you're just not willing to face it yet. Well, yeah. And that's yeah. The, that's generally what it is. <laughs> you're not willing. Yet. It's like, oh, I don't want to look at that yet. I had somebody do that to me once in a, in a little fair that we were doing and came and sat at my table to get a reading. And I began and she thought, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. That's not that's not the, that's not why I'm here. And I said, well, then maybe I'm not your reader. Yeah. I've because I, you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't sort through. <laughs> I'm getting what I'm getting, and if you, you know, if it, if it's, if it isn't meaningful, or if you're not willing, I can't help you with that. So yeah. I yeah. had her, I had her find another reader because it just wasn't going to work. So I, that's been quite <laughs> an experience. Those people mm-hmm. who like are wonder woman and they're deflecting everything you're saying ching, ching, ching. and one fourth person i actually gave her money back to her and i walked her over to another person and some mm-hmm. folks i didn't even sit with and i said no i know who you need to talk to and it's just right right that's just one of those things that's the whole in-person fair experience oh yes yes one day and we miss it don't we <laughs> do we do. But, you I know, know. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, Kevin, doing these things online, first off, there's so many more that I'm a part of. 
Mm -hmm. Because Lorelai Shamaya was just like, here, we're going to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. She's driven. And I'll say, I'll do that one, that one, that one. Yeah, maybe not that one, but I'll and I'll do them. And I am talking to people that I would not have talked to before. Right. I wasn't willing to drive down to Portland. Right, right. Because it's a drive. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's... <laughs> The furthest out I went was Ocean Shores. Mm -hmm. And that's I, enough. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'm meeting all these great practitioners in Oregon. And and now I've got a couple of Canadians and maybe an Australian. Oh, and, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's exciting. And I love doing them. And tarot readers are able to be yeah. online. I, I love hearing that saying, I drew this card for you. I drew these cards and this is what I'm seeing and hearing their interpretations is so uh -huh. awesome. So to think that energy doesn't travel through this sort oh. of setup through Zoom, I think I yeah. don't agree with that. No, I think it travels <laughs> very well. It travels well. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, remote healing, gee whiz. Yeah, you know, definitely. It works great. Well, the whole principle of Reiki. It... Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. Yes, yeah. we, we we definitely have to recognize that that is there. So yeah, yeah, and it gets our names out to more people. Sure. So okay, so okay, we've talked about your philosophy of tarot, your experiences, how you came up with the deck. I'm gonna have you. Okay, so we're just over an hour. Is there anything you want me to cover? Well, um, let's show a couple of cards. How's that? Okay. <laughs> okay, so we'll segue into that because I'm going to edit out that other stuff. Uh, there's a bunch of this stuff I'm going to edit out. Sure. Um, once I was a temp and I had to transcribe some conversations, mm -hmm. and as I'm listening to it, she spent 45 minutes talking about stuff that wasn't related and then 15 minutes of the, the meat of it. But I wrote it all out because I was supposed to do that, and she That's came up job. to me and she said, oh, you didn't need this. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm transcribing. What do you want? It's that's right. Edit. I'm not an editor. That's so right. okay. So let me see. Do I have that? Let me find my notes on your reading for me. And it's probably not even in this one. <laughs> nope. I know I have so many notebooks now. And if I'm gonna try and okay, never mind. Okay. So, okay, your your deck currently huh? almost unnamed. Right. Pretty At much this unnamed. Point, yeah. Okay. I'm so still working on it. I could throw out all kinds of really stupid ideas so that you know not to name it. <laughs> but let's not waste time there. Um, so you gave me a reading uh, playing with it, and you did a three-card draw, and you gave me two of them and two sets of three. Um, honestly, it really did help me figure out what I needed to do with the the steps I'm going to take to to expand my brand, if you will, to expand my my podcast opportunities. Um, what I want to do is to uh, formulate a meditation surrounding some words. So let me I want to get your thoughts on that first. Okay. Because um, I don't I don't know if I want to tell somebody this is the word to look at. Um, what ideas would you have about that? Just to have words floating around? Well, the words, as I, as when I look at them, they have 
well, most of them have multiple meanings, something like the tarot cards. I mean, they're, they're not just stagnant. They're, there's, there's some life there. So, um, yeah, picking a word to, to work from. Now, as I recall, when we did your, um, your reading, it was, I don't remember the words necessarily, but we had a, an abundance of eights uh for numerology and eight is a get going (laughs) eight is a as launching and uh it says all the work is done all the planning is you've done that already so get with it (laughs) it's time to move and you were in the middle of uh making some decisions at that point so i think that you know that was what it was addressing really and the words fit as well as yeah. I as I recall. So yeah, yeah. So those decisions have been made, and that's moving forward, and that's another thing altogether. Right. So do you think there's a nice? If you were going to pull a card, let's do that. How about you pull a, pull card? a card for let's our listening audience? And I'll <laughs> rephrase that because that sounds so. I don't know. Judgment. No. <laughs> but um, no, no. How about that? If you would just pull a card. Uh, and do a sample reading. Ooh, okay. Okay, so looking this at is... the greater good, ooh, <laughs> setting intention. See, that's part of it, setting your intention. What is a card that would help anybody who could possibly be listening to this episode at some point in time? I'm going to hold this up by my face so you can see it. Okay. The card I pulled is called oh. Emergence. Oh, nice. Okay, so we're looking at, you got the four, the emergence, and I'll let you talk about it. I need to be quiet. So the card you pulled is? Emergence, and it is a four. Now, emergence is basically, not to be confused with emergency, emergence is coming out. Oh, boy. And that is such a big job. And we, (laughs) personally, I've had to come out multiple times in my life for various reasons. And I think that experience, even though it's a little challenging for a lot of people, is something that we all need to experience. If every one of us had to come out, (laughs) how, oh my God, it would be, the world would be a different place because it promotes understanding. It, It is a process that promotes healing it promotes uh, i mean it, it that emergence is a rebirth it it's is even me. even though i have a rebirth card in there but this card is is all about that that process and if you were and claiming your authenticity we were talking exactly. about authenticity oh my god oh my god exactly. i love this <laughs> and the four i look at the four as being sort of a uh, a respite card it's like you've got the 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 first three cards in the deck are work 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 and the four is like okay now now let me see what i've done where am i going this is the point and in our process where we make adjustments and course corrections and we're doing things a little you know shaping things up so that we don't um, keep repeating mistakes and we're able to you know do the job that we need to do so emergence to me that is that's a pretty powerful word and it's just and it kind of fits with what we were talking about with you it's you know once you once you do that once you come out and okay for for you for example 
um, you came out when you, the very first fair you ever did, that yes. was a process of coming out um, yeah. after your, your um, illness and, and coming back to get more involved. Those, all, all of those are processes of coming out. And yes, the authenticity, that is, that's the, that's the goal. That is the overarching theme there. Coming out isn't necessarily, like we were talking about Eddie Azard, it's not just coming out about your gender identity or your sexuality or any of that. It's, It's removing that veil, that curtain, opening the door to who you truly are. Exactly. And, and some accepting it with right. when you accept it, when somebody else accepts it, yeah, it's nice, but I don't think it's always the point. It's right. it's important to have people who love and support you in whatever coming out you do. Right. But but it isn't is, absolutely necessary. It's not absolutely I mean, but you have to but an individual has to accept themselves, and that could be that that is a very complicated thing too. So I, I love we, that card. And what I would ask of you, if you could please get a picture of it so I can include it in whatever video okay. component I do, please. I will like when you pull the card and then I want to do that. But um, I love that. I think that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And then your colors. Can you explain how the colors would relate to it? Your, your background. Well, when I look at, <laughs> and these are, I, they were not done together. So, but I have a, a large ba- a bit of green in the center and green to me represents growth, uh, expansion. Uh, the pink is also an expansion. It gives, it, it's, it's kind of giving you that kind of almost pulsating kind of energy in the background. And to me, that is saying, everything's there everything you know it's it's just you get out of the way (laughs) that you know and that's a a speech i give myself quite regularly and it also kind of looked like a tunnel so it's something to come through oh that's my two cents yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. so you're coming through it or you're coming Mm -hmm. out of it so it's something you know right Mm -hmm. yeah okay so and if we look around i'll I'll pre-order one (laughs) (laughs) If we look around ourselves at the world that we live in right now, a lot of people, when we ask about that, when we talk about that authenticity, a lot of these people that we see all over our news every day have a very real issue facing their authenticity. I mean, just embrace it accept it and move on <laughs> yeah what I'm or there's a fear surrounding oh, there's yes. a lot of fear that's been cultivated and and, and i can mm-hmm. see where that paradigm is shifting probably not as fast and as for the ones that i would like to have shift but right. that shifting of living in a place of fear or or um lack that mm-hmm. sort of thing and so that's where we get into all kinds of things that's I don't want to deal with right now I mean right. never mind I just that I don't want to address that here but it it is authenticity and emergence and, and coming out into our own selves coming out to ourselves and to mm-hmm. others and being our authentic selves and and allowing 
uh, we can get all old biblical, allowing our light to come out from underneath that basket. Yes. That bushel. Yes. Uh, I'm, we I are am... our own worst baskets. <laughs> 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 we do, we do yeah, so yeah. much to, to hide our, so we don't want to attract attention. And that's, I see that. And I, I feel that sometimes, but I see that a lot. And so, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, yeah. 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 Let it out. Let it shine. <laughs> well, thank you, Kevin. This has been so oh. lovely and enlightening and so much fun. Um, I, and this has just gone places. I'm so happy it went. So thank you. Oh, good. Good. Thank you. So well, you I did would... a great job with, oh. with, you asked the right questions and, and yeah, you kept things moving. So good interview. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll keep practicing. Um, <laughs> So um, what else do I want to do? Okay, so we'll do an outro real fast. Okay. And um, yeah, thank you. I love this. And the card was perfect. <laughs> yes, it was. And it was. It wasn't planned at all. It was just no, what came up. <laughs> it was perfect. Okay. Good. All right. So cue. So thanks for joining me, Kevin Walder. I so appreciate this. This has been a fabulous interview. The card was perfect. And, and of course, you know, I love you. And, and Todd, you guys are just the favorite people for me. Um, and shining a light on so much. Um, and I love you all so much. So this is Susie Parker Goins of Blue Lightning Healing and Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. Um, go to the website find the podcast and Kevin, how can we find you? Well, my website is kevinwalder.com. And from there you can see all of my contact information. I'm also on Facebook uh, under the Oracle scroll as well as tarot by Kevin Walder. So come visit. Yay. Cool. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much. And um, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. And enjoyed it very much. It was, it was a lot of fun. So it turned out that interview was a little shorter than what we want. So let's see what we can do. This is Susie from Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. Thank you for listening. I hope this becomes a regular part of your listening, your podcast listening. I have been so excited to do this because it gives me a chance to explore these topics that have been nudging at me have been showing themselves to me so it's not I hope it not only helps your healing I know it's helping my growth and my healing and makes me a a better practitioner if you will Um, other things to look forward to are more interviews I have my friend Jessica Martin lined up who is an astrologer and the owner of Rabbit's Pantry she makes teas with intention organic hand-packed. She's hand-packed. Some of the herbs are hand-picked. She grows a lot of them herself. And then there's my friend, Wyatt Larson. I met him through the MeWe online events. He is a shaman. His website is thewildwoodhollow.com. And I have got lots of questions about what shamanism is and what it means and how do you do it and these are opportunities for me to explore topic, to explore subjects that I am I'm interested in and I'm ready to have preconceived notions crashed. Um, other 
podcast, just topics where I do research include twin flames and soulmates, kundalini, what is it? What does it mean? Um, it's, it feels to me it's going to be drawing together a lot of the information I gathered when I was doing my, my chakra episodes. So we'll see if those are in fact connected like I think they are. There's also some tools I want to explore. Pendulums, they used to mock me and now I use them, not religiously, but I use them with more confidence. Tarot and Oracle decks are interesting to me um, and channeling. Well, oh, I gotta figure out a way how to get channeling in in a one hour time slot. That's a lot of channeling. So I probably won't be doing it alone. So thanks. You can check me out at www.bluelightninghealing.com. You can email me at Susie, S-U-S-Y, that's Susie at bluelightninghealing.com. Show up to one of the MeWe online events. That's uh, MeWe on, join MeWe online. Yeah, J-O-I-N-M-E-W-E-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. Uh, Lorelei's got all kinds of stuff set up. And as I add more events, check my website, see that I got them up there. So until next time, blessings.